Welcome to the Realty Podcast, where Jillian and Catherine High, Vegas dwellers and real estate sellers. Want the realty on realty? Let us pour you a cup. Learn all about the ins and outs of Las Vegas and how to set yourself up for financial success. Thanks for tuning in. Let's sip some tea. Hello, and thank you for joining me. I hope you're thirsty because today I'm spilling the tea on common real estate mistakes and how to avoid them. Get your cups ready. Let's dive in. So, Catherine, buying a first home can be a really big step in adulthood, and it's scary. So, what would you suggest people do to avoid common mistakes? Well, uh, whether this is your first rodeo as a home buyer, or whether it's been a few years since you last purchased, I think the bottom line is knowledge is power. The more information you have at your disposal, the better off you will be. That makes sense, yeah, totally. And so, I hear a lot of people look for a home without applying for a mortgage, and that's bad. Could you explain why? Sure. Uh, but applying for a mortgage is meant to provide you with information about your money situation. How are you going to pay for that house that you want to go see? And applying for a mortgage doesn't mean that you're committing to making a purchase uh, or that you're getting a loan. It means you are figuring out where you stand today and whether or not you need to take some preparatory steps as to where you want to be. Um, when you get a mortgage, what you're doing is basically buying money and you want to know ahead of time how much all of that is going to cost you. Do you have to pay to apply for a mortgage or is that? No, it, all of this should be absolutely free. Um, any pr mortgage professional should be able to advise you without charging you. Um, the credit pool is a hard pool, but like you do with anything else, you're expected to shop. So you won't be penalized for having shopped for your mortgage, is what any smart individual would do when buying anything. You do it when you buy a laptop or a phone. Why wouldn't you do it with the biggest purchase of your life? Window shopping. Nice. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, so what's another mistake? Um, I hear a lot of people buy more house than they can afford. Would you say that's true? Sometimes. Uh, sometimes we get enamored with the idea of, of what we want in the first home. And the truth is that that first house is exactly that. It's just your first step in home ownership. And more than anything, it's really important to buy what you need. Um, it is important to, to, to be very aware of your budget, which was established back when we were shopping for mortgages. And um, you wanna be conscientious not to drain your savings. You wanna make smart decisions based on information, not emotion. Um, the, the purchasing that unicorn, right? That perfect home, it just doesn't exist. It, it, everybody just makes little adjustments as they go. So don't fixate over the house so much as it would be the bigger picture, your neighborhood, your lifestyle, uh, what you wanna do in this home. All right, so you wanna purchase for more of an experience versus just a moment. Right. It's a lifetime, it's not just it's, a, it's not a race, it's a marathon life, right? Right, <laughs> right, and, and most people will own this home for three or five years, so it's, it's not a once and done, it's your first step. That's a good way to think about it. 
And so I hear another common mistake is using a listing agent or sales office. What does that mean? What's the difference between a listing agent and a realtor? Uh, they can be one and the same. So in, in any transaction, there are two sides. There's the seller and there's the buyer. And each side hires an agent to represent their best interest. So when you use the listing agent, you have to be very aware that that listing agent's fiduciary duty, his contract says that it is his job to protect that seller's bottom line and best interest. So when using that listing agent, um, they're not working for you. They're not looking out for your best interest. Their job is to negotiate for the other side. Um, and they may not be looking out for you. It's, it's, it would be really tough to be impartial. And the same could be said at a sales office of a new home subdivision. When you walk into those model homes, the people sitting at those desks handing out the brochures, their job is to represent their seller. And they may have incentives or, or things that they're, uh, you know, that golden carrot that they're, they're dangling in front of you that does not necessarily mean that that is the best that you can get. So when you hire someone to represent you after we've reviewed all of your goals and we know what your bottom line is, that's our job. You wanna leverage what we do to get your goals and needs met. Right, so it's kind of similar to applying for a mortgage. It's really just window shopping. You have the power in purchasing a home, right? It's all you as the client. You're the boss. Right. And the client is the boss, but you, just like when you go to the doctor and you have a say on your, on your medical welfare, you take the advice of a doctor. You get a second opinion, uh, and then you make the decision. Just like when you go to a lawyer or a doctor or any professional, a plumber, because you're not a plumber, you know? It, you want to take information from the experts and make the best informed decision that you can for yourself. Right, that's good perspective. Okay, and so to follow that point, hiring someone just because they have a real estate license, that's also a no-no, right? Well, you should hire someone because they're the best person for you, uh, not just because they have a license. Um, honestly, of getting a real estate license is not difficult. Uh, sadly, most of the licensees don't sell a lot of properties throughout the year. And again, going back to this being one of the biggest purchases you're going to make, you want to make sure you have the right advice be behind you. Um, you're, you're basically interviewing a support team for, for this big decision that you're about to make. Make sure that that support team is composed of individuals with experience and relationships in the industry because they're going to negotiate for you. So your lender should be experienced, your home inspector should be reputable and have good reviews. And the same goes for your real estate agent. Um, you're not hiring the person to unlock the front door of a house you wanna see. You're hiring their resources. Um, and that could be a wealth of anything from just relationships where they might have a relationship with someone that could turn into a favorable uh, negotiation for you to someone who just has the ability to refer you to a good handyman or somebody who has a built-in concierge service which is unique to our office where we can help you do the simplest but tedious things like setting up utilities. Um, hiring a family member or a friend at the end of the day may be the right decision for you but hire them because they're the best fit for you. They're the most experienced, not just because they have that license. 
Right, because you always want to find the best deal. Just like when you're shopping for a new pair of shoes or picking out a new car, you don't want to get swindled. You want to make an educated guess, and that's what these professionals are here for, to help you get the best deal and find the best home for you. Absolutely. The bottom line is you just have too much at stake, and anyone inexperienced or biased could cost you tens of thousands of dollars. And again, we're talking large amounts. The average home is $300,000. Don't you want to save? I mean, it takes a long time to earn that money. Uh, you want to have the, the strongest support system that you can. Again, I would strongly advise that you interview at least two agents and compare services, experience, and track record, just as you would with any major decision. Do your homework and hire the best person for your circumstance. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I feel like that offers a lot of solid insight. And uh, listeners, if you have any more questions, feel free. You can reach us at HydeRealEstate.com or our Instagram, HydeRealEstate or Catherine Hyde on Insta. So give us a follow, leave us a review. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope that buying a home seems like a less daunting task. Thanks, Catherine. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Want more realty? Hit subscribe and leave us a review. Check out HideRealEstate.com for more real estate opportunities. And as always, stay thirsty.